slandering masters. Transgression of the precepts in Sutrayana, such as committing the four root downfalls and the five crimes of immediate retribution, can be repaired by pertinent methods in the Vajrayana practice. For example, through empowerment and purification on these violations, it is still possible to attain Buddhahood in one lifetime. On the other hand, outright calumny to spiritual teachers will absolutely rule out any chance of accomplishment in this life, and eons of torture in hell is inevitable as a consequence. The condensed collection of Vajra Tantra states, Sentient beings can rely on the ocean-like means in Vajrayana to purify downfalls such as the five crimes of immediate retribution. It is still possible to attain accomplishment. However, defamation of the spiritual teachers from the heart will render any practice ineffective in achieving results. To expound on its meaning, the Beacon Commentary says, those who slander their gurus ruin not only their own achievement, but also of those associated with them. Therefore, avoid long-term association with people who break vows and denigrate spiritual masters. Do not talk to them too much, otherwise your accomplishment is at stake. When we come into contact with practitioners, we should first observe their faith in and devotion to their gurus. When someone slanders spiritual teachers, we should try to put an end to it. If that is not possible, we should choose to leave to save our mind from being corrupted. In fact, our perceptions of the teacher are all reflections of our own mind. Dharma Master Fei Shi says, When you look into the mirror, you see a dirty spot on your nose. Displeased, you try to clean it by wiping the mirror. Will that work? Life's situations, right or wrong, good or bad, are reflections of the mind. If you try to change situations without first changing the mind, will it work? If looking in the mirror we see our nose is dirty, wouldn't it be silly if we wiped the mirror to get rid of the dirty spot? When encountering external circumstances through the senses of hearing and seeing, we experience attachment or aversion. We see faults in the teacher and make judgments. The burden of having these perceptions lies in our own mind. External appearances are not to blame. Without a pure mind, one will be blind to Buddha's qualities even in the presence of a real Buddha. Such a person is destined to self-destruction, as in the case of monk Sunaksatra. Hence, we should first wash clean our conceptual thinking just as we should wash our nose to remove the dirty spot. Only by perceiving the teacher as the real Buddha will we reach the stage of all-pervading truth. 14th of May, Year of Renwu at Serba, June 23, 2002